Welcome to FitChix Chat, the weekly podcast dedicated to educate and empower women to take control of their lives, where we talk about fitness, nutrition, mindset, and wellness. Today's episode is brought to you by FitChix Academy, where we help heart-centered women who love health and fitness get certified as fitness and nutrition coaches and build amazing businesses. If you're ready to create the life, health, and career you love, please join us for any of our upcoming certifications that you can read more about at FitChixAcademy.com. Now let's dive into this week's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. Hello everyone and welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Amanda Quinn and I'm actually riding solo today and I'm going to be taking it a little old school on today's podcast. So today's podcast is all about our 10 client method. Now this is something that we teach in Fit Chicks Academy in our fitness and nutrition expert program. This is something that we offer and share with our students because we know it works. This exact method and everything I'm going to be sharing with you today is how we built our business from seven women to seven figures with grassroots marketing without having a huge media, uh, social media following or a big email list. It literally was just grassroots building it up. Now, some of these methods might feel like they're like, oh, they're so old school sounding, but I'm going to tell you right now that they work still to this day. When you were just starting out in business, you don't have a big email list. You don't have a massive social media following. So you have to start somewhere. And this is the best place to begin to be able to start generating revenue, start generating interest, start building brand equity and credibility in your brand, in your business to be able to find more clients. This is also the method that you can use so you can find your first 10 clients without having to harass your family or friends to join your programs without having that social media following or email list. So the first thing you want to be doing is to utilize your networks. So there's a huge difference between selling to your networks and utilizing your networks. Selling to your networks means asking your family and friends to buy stuff from you, making them potentially feel like a little uncomfortable or even a little bit annoyed, right? Because sometimes people are like, I don't really want to, but I feel like I have to. You don't want to put anybody in that position because you never want to be in that position either. So instead, what I want you to think about is how can you utilize your networks in a way? Your friends and family love you. Your coworkers love you. They want to support you in this venture. So instead, utilize your networks effectively. Ask people instead of to purchase things from you, ask if they can share information, if they can go on, if they can like your post, if they can comment to boost your algorithms, if they could forward the email to a coworker that they know would be really interested in your program, if they work at a different work place, if they can put up a poster in their lunchroom just to share with other employees. Utilizing your networks is one of the best ways because people will really be excited to be able to support you in a way that doesn't make them feel like there's pressure. Now, the next thing that I want you to think about is reaching out to local businesses. Reaching out to local businesses is such a key piece of our business when we were growing our business because this allows for you to be able to connect with other small businesses in your community. And other small businesses want to help other businesses, right? Like we all kind of want to come together and help each other. And so when you reach out to your local businesses, you have a few things you want to think about. Number one, you can ask them just to help promote your programs by putting up like posters or flyers, some sort of information about your core, your programs, or your courses. But the other thing you can do is you could help the owner of that small business feel like a real rock star by giving them something that they can offer to their employees or to their customers that makes them really shine, right? So that could be you're offering them some sort of a discount, some sort of a unique special bonus that's only available to their people. And it allows for them to talk about it with pride and to make them feel like, wow, like I really do have something extra that I can give to my people because they want to show gratitude as well to their 
employees to their clients. So this allows for them to have such an easy way to do that. And it gives them the opportunity to really shine in their eyes. The other thing that you can do is you can also think about, you know, when you think about small businesses, small businesses really want to be able to generate revenue. And if they can have a different source of revenue coming in, most small businesses will never turn that down. So the other thing that you could do is do an affiliate program for them. So an affiliate program would essentially be that you're reaching out to a local small business and you're saying, if you refer people to my business, to my program, I'm going to give you X amount of percentage back. So it doesn't have to be a large percentage. It could be 10%. It could be 15%. It could be whatever you guys decide upon. But what you really want to do, and this is really key, is you need to be tracking that information. So for example, if you have a local coffee shop down the street and then you make the code so that it's like local coffee shop 10, and that's what people will use when they register to get a discount off. And then also it gives that person an affiliate back. What this does is it allows for you to track the effectiveness of your program. So you might notice that there might be the coffee shop down the street that's getting you lots of clients, but then maybe the store down the street has gotten you none. So then therefore you can focus your efforts on the people that are going to that coffee shop, knowing that those are really your target audience and how can you service them a little bit better and how can you show up for those people a little bit better. And of course, the last thing you could do also for local businesses is offer the owner something for free in exchange for X amount of employees. So one of the things that we used to do with smaller businesses is we would say, if you have, for example, 10 employees that sign up for our program or five employees that sign up, you get to come for free. Or if you have 10 people, if you're going to pay for it as an organization for all of your employees to join, we're only going to charge you for 10, even though there's 15 employees. So we would give them some sort of a special opportunity to really entice the owner to get involved and want to support their employees with their health and wellness. The next thing you could do is also have some sort of a special introductory offer. So when we were running our Fitchix Bootcamp programs, we used to offer free trial classes. Free trial classes are so easy to facilitate, right? So we used to have the link right on our website. We had a, um, on our flyers, we had like a little button that said free trial class. But the thing that most people sort of falter in is they don't have a follow-up strategy that makes sense. So they have this free trial class, they have clients come to this free trial class, and then there's nothing that's a follow-up. It's more just like, oh, did you enjoy it? Great. Okay, well, if you want to sign up, here's the link. But there's nothing that's enticing in that moment. Now, when people finish a class, whether it be online or in person, they're probably feeling really good. They've got the endorphins going. They're feeling like those feel-good vibes. They're feeling accomplished and excited. And so you really want to capitalize in that moment. So in that very moment, you need to have some sort of a special offer that you can present to them that gives them either a special bonus or some sort of like, whether it be a discount, which I don't love always going with discounts. I prefer to give like some sort of special extra bonus. Like here, you're also going to get this recipe book or you're also going to get this special meal plan or an accountability coaching call with me for three times over the course of the next eight weeks, whatever it is, but you want to have something that makes it super enticing that makes them say yes on the spot. Because in that moment is when it's all about like the emotional state that they're in. And they're so excited that you really want them to sign up in that moment. So make sure you have a really good offer to give them right at the end of that class. 
Now, the next thing that you need to be thinking about is to post it everywhere. <laughs> Posting it everywhere, of course, like old school approach, what we used to do was we had like flyers and posters. We would literally have flyers at all like cafes, restaurants, um, hair salons, nail salons, whatever. You can, you think of it, we were there, like we had different flyers there. Um, but we also had posters that we would put up outside on different posts and polls and things like that. But we also did virtual postings. Now, virtual postings, everyone thinks when you think of virtual, you think it's like ad spend, right? And ad spend, yes, has definitely got a time and place, but that's not the conversation today. The conversation today is all about this old school approach and the one that works. And one of the things that we used to do was all of our free postings. So every single month, we would have our trainers post in their communities on Kijiji, on Craigslist, on community boards. So for mom groups, running groups, they would do the research in advance. And the research will take you a little bit of time to really get an idea of which groups have your audience in it and where are they located and are they close by and are they going to sign up for your programs. But once you kind of have an overview of what that looks like, it's kind of like this little dream list that you have, you then just every single month know that you post in these different groups. Now, of course, with like private groups, so say it's like a running group or a mom group, you want to reach out to the facilitator of that group. You don't want to just post all rogue style and have something posted and then just be like, you know, hoping you don't get kicked out with your fingers crossed. Like you want to be posting with like integrity, right? So you you definitely want to reach out to the facilitator and ask like permission. And if they're like, no, we don't want that kind of like, we don't want spamming, just be like, no, well, I have a special offer I can give them. And maybe it is a special bonus that you give to just that group. Um, So that's a really great way to get on community boards. The other thing I want you to think about too, is thinking about um, the different community papers and different community boards that other like that, like small community centers and um, different newspapers and whatnot, they all have like community boards, like virtual community boards on their websites. They also have calendars. So calendars of events that are happening in your community. So one of the things that we would do is we would research all the different papers and local papers and local community centers. And we would look at all of their listings of events and we would make sure that every single month, well, the month prior, we were always on their calendar so that anyone going to their website would see Fitchix Boot Camp starting February 1st and it would have our URL. So we were getting free marketing exposure. And if you think about it, even if you had one person, two people sign up from that, it's still free and it's only going to take you five or 10 minutes of your time. So we did this every single month over and over again and we get great exposure. Now, the last thing I just want to add to this too is that whenever we were running our boot camp programs, we didn't have bricks and mortar, right? So we didn't have a space that we owned. We rented out spaces. So we rented out community centers. We rented out churches, like their halls. We rented out school gyms. And we utilize those networks as well. So it's not just about when I talk about utilizing your networks, I'm jumping back for a second, but when I talk about utilizing your networks, it's not just about utilizing the people you know, but it's also about utilizing the networks of the places. So for example, at our schools, we would rent out the school gyms. So one of the things that we would do was we would reach out to the principal of that school and say, you know what, a lot of your teachers as well as your parents are probably not aware that this program exists in your school. We would love to be able to give them a special rate to be able to join if you can please post this in your lunchroom and we would give them a poster with a special rate for teachers to be able to join. So for all their educators, and then we would also give that same rate offer that they would put in a newsletter out to the parents and it would be able to give us free exposure. We would fill our classes with local 
um, parents and teachers joining our classes over and over and over again. It was one of the best, hands down, best ways that we marketed our programs without ever having to spend a dime. So I hope this helps you guys start thinking about different ways that you can start marketing that are like total grassroots, total old school approach, but they still work. To this day, we have people in our program, in our fitness and nutrition expert program, they're graduating and they already have clients. But you know why? The other thing, this is like a secret sauce thing that they're doing. Not only are they planning to do all of these things when they graduate, but before they graduate, they're telling people that they are getting certified and they're getting clear on what their offer is. What does that mean? So while they're going through our certification, while they're getting um, certified as a fitness and nutrition expert, they are literally posting on social media about their experience. They're telling people and having people go along for the ride. They're joining them on the journey to say, hey, look at what I'm learning today in anatomy. Oh my gosh, look at this really cool book I just got on nutrition that I'm going to be learning about as I'm getting certified, as I'm getting certified. And they're constantly talking about it on their social media, attracting people to follow along on the journey. And I can tell you there are countless, countless stories from our students that have said, by doing this strategy, by telling people about the process and not waiting till the end of the process to be able to tell people, hey, look, now I'm certified, but by bringing people along on the journey, they've had strangers reach out to them and hire them before they even graduate. They're having clients reach out to them and say, I love that you're getting certified. I had no idea that you were going to become a trainer. I would love to work with you. So make sure that you are telling people not only at the end of the journey, not only once you get certified, but also, or not only once you have your business, but as you're building it, take them along on the journey, on the path to get them excited about it and getting them reach out to reach out to you, ask questions, and really just start building your brand from the moment that you decide that this is the path for you. So guys, I hope this was super helpful for you, again, to start thinking about your business in a different way, approaching your marketing from a different perspective. Yes, this like this new world order is all about like email lists, social media campaigns, having Facebook groups, having um, you know Facebook ads and YouTube ads and Pinterest and all these things, and they're all amazing. You know, jumping up on TikTok, like all these things are super amazing, and I'm not. I'm not in any way saying that they are not going to help your business, but when you are first starting out in your business and you are just like at this place of saying, okay, I'm going to take this leap of faith and I'm going to go after the thing I want and I'm going to follow my passion and build a fitness business. This is your going to be one of the fastest ways to start infiltrating and getting clients before you graduate. So follow this path, add on all the other social media stuff and all the other marketing, the online marketing strategies as well. But when you have both sides of it, that's where you'll be really successful. So guys, thanks so much for listening today. And again, make sure that you check out fitchicksacademy.com to learn more about our fitness and nutrition expert program, as well as our holistic nutrition weight loss expert certification. All right. Have yourself an amazing week. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you again next week. Bye everyone. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. Thank you for joining us this week. And remember, if you are ready to create the life, health, and career you love, Join us for the upcoming Fitness and Nutrition Expert or our Holistic Nutrition Weight Loss Expert certification programs. 
download the brochures at fitchicksacademy.com.